Welcome to the On The Green Podcast, where we'll give you the latest news and events from the world of golf and spotlight golf courses from around Northeast Florida and the First Coast. We'll take you inside the ropes with interviews, strategies for playing the courses, and get a tip from the head professional. Each show will also feature an interview with a prominent golf insider. They'll share firsthand stories and insights you won't hear anywhere else. Now, here's your host of On The Green, Tim Eiley. Hello, and welcome to another edition of On The Green Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Eiley. We're coming to you from Studio Podcast Suites here in Jacksonville, Florida. You can find the podcast on your favorite podcast platform or check out our website, onthegreenconsulting.com. There you can also find my monthly blog, which I hope you'll enjoy. Now, on today's show, I'll check in with Charles Schwab Challenge Tournament Director Michael Toth. If you recall last year, the tournament was the first event of the PGA Tour restart. Well, things have definitely changed in Fort Worth, and we'll get all the details. It's going to be a great show, so welcome to the 25th edition of On the Green Podcast. Now, I thought it was a good time to check back in with Michael Toth, Tournament Director at the Charles Schwab Challenge, which, as you recall, was the first event of the PGA Tour restart last year at Colonial Country Club in beautiful Fort Worth, Texas. Now, last year when we spoke with Michael, it was Friday of the event, and we talked about the tournament playing without spectators, corporate folks, basically how quiet it was on the golf course and the fact that he was actually watching golf for probably the first time. Well, things have definitely changed for 2021. So today, as we're speaking with him, he's in the middle of advance week for the May 24th through 30th Charles Schwab Challenge. So, Michael, welcome back to On the Green Podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, that uh, that was an interesting uh, – I, I forgot all about that. You know, we just kind of <laughs> – last year was really eerie. You know, you're just sort of sitting in a golf cart and all these golfers are all around you and nobody else. It was really, really quiet, but um, – I appreciate you having me on again. It's uh, I can't believe we're 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 here. Advanced week. It it feels a little normal. Okay. Yeah, it, it does. It's you know we 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 honed in on a plan about two months ago, and that was not to build any corporate hospitality. I mean, I think you know no, a normal tour event in a normal year. And I'll just talk about us. You know, we we have hospitality on 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. And mm-hmm. when we went to our partners after last year's event, all the way up through, gosh, January, a lot of people were like, wow, we're still working from home. Not sure we can entertain. Yeah, we're in for sure. 100%. No, we're out. <laughs> we just, yeah. I mean, we had every answer. We sure. really did. And, and we took that data and we said, let's control our own destiny. Uh, let's celebrate our 75th anniversary and just sell tickets only. So we're just selling tickets and we've got programs Monday and Wednesday, but we're just selling tickets. And what we decided to do with, with the three ticket categories was to include fat, food and beverage. So if you're in clubhouse, you get the food and beverage in the clubhouse. If okay. you're on golf, you have, yeah. If you're on golf course, um, you get food and beverage at these three locations. And then if you're, what I would call your, premium grounds then you can go to any concession stand so all of our tickets in our three categories are our food and beverage included and it's a different way of selling the golf tournament it's more it's more boots on the ground than it is people um belly to belly time in skyboxes and private venues and 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 the community has really embraced it now it's not as simple as having a, a quick conversation you know people want to so what's all involved how does it all work oh, how sure. come you're not doing oh, sure. this so 
it's taken a long time to educate, but we're going to get there. And it's just a different way of selling the golf tournament. And I don't think any event on tour is doing it or has done it like, like we are. It's, I'm not comparing us to Augusta, but it's like Augusta. We're just selling tickets and, and walk up to a concession stand and it's all part of the ticket package. And it's been a lot of fun to, to go through the aches and pains of, of what that all takes with our caterer and our sponsors and, and people, you know, listen, I get an email every day. How come you're not selling a $50 ticket? And how come you're not doing this and that? And we just, we're just sticking to the plan. And, and that's been the best thing for us is to stick to that plan. Because if we were going to deviate into something mm-hmm. different, it would have been miles of complications. So we like the plan. We're sticking to it. It's our 75th anniversary. And, you know, we're sort of uh, a week away from from having hopefully 10,000 10, people on the ground with starting on thursday next week did, did you have to limit the number i mean what was the what was the what was oh. the number you had in mind yeah it was a good good question you know we you know we 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 learned a lot from phoenix and we learned a lot from some of the other events that made the announcement of hey we're gonna have five thousand ten thousand whatever their number was mm-hmm. and, and then you know two weeks later that's reduced and three weeks later that was reduced so we said well let's go the reverse of that let's start at fifteen hundred so we went out and we said, okay, for $475 per day, we're going to try and sell 1,500 tickets at that number. Okay. And that's food and beverage included. And then you get access to the Palmer Village, the Crenshaw Village, and then you check in at our pool. And, and part of our strategy was like, if something happens with COVID, gets worse, we see a spike, the PJ Tour uh, isn't comfortable with delivery – then those 1500 people that have bought at 475 you're safe you're in and and then and when then once we did that we said well okay let's launch a new another ticket and we went with um a 175 ticket and and now that 175 is sort of unlimited okay. so we're trying to get to 10,000 a day okay. and and I and I think we'll get there um forecast looks good field's decent but when you're talking about day specific and you're talking about a $175 ticket, people want to make sure that they know their calendar is clear and they want to make 100% sure they know what they're buying. So I suspect between today and the PGA and early part of next week, you know, we'll, we'll sell, you know, close to two or 3000 of those per day leading up to which, which would be good. Well, I like that reverse engineering of numbers. <laughs> I mean, I think that well, makes stressful. a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm sure it, it is. It, I'm sure it is. It, it, it's stressful because here's here's the reality: is that we love the men and women of the military, but we, you know, when we uh, when we committed to hosting the golf tournament last year, we we knew the benefit of being the first event back, and, and Schwab was behind us 100, percent and so was the tour, but it costs us three million dollars. You know, it, it 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 when you don't have a revenue stream, but you still have purse and expenses that go into the infrastructure independent of any fans or not you still have bills to pay so we we said hey we'll 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 spend that we're we'll we'll obligate ourselves to three million dollars so now you put ourselves in the shoes that we're in now we're trying to play catch up a little bit we're Mm -hmm. trying to we're, we're trying to to mitigate damages again and so the special interest groups that we love and want to help we just we're not able to do that this year so the higher ticket price 
the building in the concessions and, and the limited build is, is hopefully going to help us. But when we made the decision to go tickets only, it was, it was difficult. And, and again, some, some people that have traditionally been on the ground with us at the $50 level or the $100 level or, or a donated ticket, we just were not able to commit to that. And, um, and, and those were hard conversations to have and difficult decisions to make. But we're setting ourselves up for the future, 2022. Um, but, but, but it's hard. I mean, it's just, it's just been hard, but, but again, it's just a new way of selling the golf tournament and, and maybe more events go down this road to, to sell it like we're selling it. Oh, well, yeah, we'll definitely have to see, but yeah, but, but I mean, people understand, you know, overall the pandemic is just something that we've never seen before and things have to change and you have to adapt and there are things that have to happen. And like you said, you have a lot of expenses, even without a major build and, and other things like you said, the purse and television and, and all yeah. those things that go into it. So, you know, you, you just have to be nimble, I think. You know, and what, you know, but it's, it's a little disheartening because you'll get an email or two. You're like, you're turning your back on us. You're turning your back on whatever group it might be. And like, well, you know, let's just take a step back for a second for the last 15 years we've been we've been helping we've been giving tickets and now mm-hmm. in the year we're not for financial reasons you know you're sort of you know damned if you do damned if you don't sure. right no 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 good deed goes unpunished so we're managing that and, it, and it'll be fine and but what we've decided to do with the military is we're going to donate two homes to um active military that have have fought overseas through the military warrior support foundation. They go out and they find homes and they have a mentoring process that we've raised some dollars locally in the community that we're going to be able to help two military families with a, with a brand new home. So that's kind of, wow. it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's, that's um, awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And, and, and it's forced us to kind of, like everybody else in the pandemic, it's forced us to look at our business model a little differently. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think, I think we're going to be better for it. Uh, coming out of the the back end of this. Okay. Well, and so now you look at it, you're going to have fans on the, on the ground, which is exciting. You're going to have a pro-am on Monday and Wednesday. So what, what's the excitement level with your team, the folks at colonial country club, your volunteers, basically everyone involved in the tournament. I can only imagine it's pretty sky high. And I think it's sky high for a couple of reasons. You know, we, we, we do this because we want to, share what we share with fans and spectators and so to be able to have ten thousand or more hopefully on the ground with us each day watching the 120 of the best pj tour players is really exciting for us and for fort worth and for charles schwab uh this is like breaking news uh you you know we just approved um gil hans to restore i don't say restore it's not restore but he he has done a architectural plan mm-hmm. and he's studied you know the golf course from the 1930s all the way through to to modern day and he's done a, a redesign and a restoration and the board at colonial country club approved that last night oh wow yeah so after you know so assuming everything happens the way it's supposed to happen after the 2022 golf tournament Gil will come in here and um and 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 kind of shine shine the diamond if you will you know there's there's a lot of reasons we're doing it um modernizing the turf 
modernizing um, the, the tees, getting the best green complexes we have from a bent grass perspective, um, drainage, irrigation, you know, sort of everything under the surface as well as turf grass. And, and just, and, and he's going to do a couple different things with some different holes. So that got approved last night. And then, and then hopefully, you know, Tuesday of tournament week, we're able to, to make an announcement um, on, on the future of, of our golf tournament as it relates to, to Charles Schwab. So we're really, we're really excited. You know, there's a lot of things to celebrate over here. It's our 75th anniversary. Gil hands is hopefully going to dig in here and make us better. And then hopefully Tuesday of tournament week next week, we'll, we'll have an announcement uh, on the future of the golf tournament. Oh, well, congratulations on all fronts. <laughs> I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. Especially, I mean, 75 years, that's very special. Um, and of course, Gil hands, I mean, anybody that knows golf knows that name. Uh, he's yeah. one of the best, golf course architects oh uh, out there which is fantastic so again congratulations and thanks for making that announcement on on the green podcast yeah you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome now let's let's go back to you know last year when the, the tour put all kinds of covid protocols and stuff in place has that changed at all have the protocols changed and maybe loosened up for lack of a better term they change every day <laughs> okay um yeah and, and again i think and part of our plan was to to be as nimble as we possibly could. And uh, as of yesterday, the tour has has altered their mask policy, and and so it, it's complex. But but in essence, if you've been vaccinated and can prove, uh, well, you don't even have to do that. If you've been vaccinated, mm-hmm. you're not required to wear a mask indoors or outdoors. So okay. in, I've been vaccinated. Um, I do not have to wear a mask when I come to the golf tournament. Now, if I want to, I can. Sure. Uh, if you have not been vaccinated, then, um, our recommendation is you should wear a mask, uh, indoors for sure. Um, but outdoors, uh, it's optional. And, but if you find yourself in a, a situation where you can't social distance, then it's, it's your prerogative to, to wear a mask. So, Okay. Basically, the, basically the policy is is it's really up to the individual now if they want to wear a mask or not. We're not going to enforce it. We're not going to police it. I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, we we are testing all of our pro am players and all of our caddies and and our PGA Tour players and their caddies and then infrastructure support uh, inside the bubble. So that hasn't changed. But. Okay. Yeah, we were hearing it from our fans, and, and rightly so. You know, as you kind of think your way through heading into May, it's hot, and and uh, you know you're outdoors, and then and then when the CDC came out with their recommendations on uh, on masks and outdoors and activities, it really helped us, and it's going to help us. So we're just messaging that to to all of our partners, all our all our, our populations that are going to be on the ground, and I think people are really relieved um, that we're not going to have to enforce masks and it's really up to the individual and their preference if they want to wear one or not okay are you doing temperature checks as they come in or is that also no we no we um the thermal testing is also gone okay but but it's like i think our our admissions and our security staff are going to be asking a series of questions like hey you know have you have you come in contact with anybody with covid today you know have you do you have a fever um how are you feeling And, and and just sort of broad brushing it that way okay and um and I think it's good. I mean, I think that that's good too, right? We just stopped here at the club. We were doing thermal testing 
and masks and now that's also been lifted here at the club and um, so it's a good thing awesome well now before we close let me just ask mm. one more question what are what are you michael toth most excited about for next week good question i'm most excited about having fans back i, I i'm i'm excited about hearing cheers and roars um and again it kind of goes back to how you started off this morning is like when you when i was driving around or walking around last year and i was talking to you mm-hmm. it uh it 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 was it was cavernous you know people over in 11 fairway could hear me people in 12 <laughs> fairway could hear me so i had to duck behind a tree now we're going to hear those roars we're going to hear the the fun stuff that goes on we're going to smell the smells of food and we're going to hear the, the roars of birdies and we're going to see people with smiling faces and golf fans coming out and, and celebrating our 75th anniversary. So people are going to see a very different golf tournament than when we were last on the ground with us in 2019. They're not going to see this, the big structures. They're not going to see the big corporate hospitality. They're not going to see our champions club, but what they're going to see is, is probably what it looked like in 1946 when we first started hosting the golf tournament. And right. that's kind of cool, right? That is really cool. So, yeah, so I think that's what I'm, I'm most excited about. I, I, I'm excited to see what the players' reaction is to uh, our 75th anniversary. And, uh, of course, we want to welcome Daniel Berger back. He's, he's defending, and we got I think we've got nine champions that are going to return. And, um, and I, I think, you know, what's nice, too, is, uh, is Schwab and their executive suite, including Mr. Schwab, are going to play in our Wednesday Pro-Am, so I'm excited to have those guys back on the ground with us. So oh, there's definitely. a lot of things. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of things, but I think just seeing the fans uh, enjoying Colonial and the Charles Schwab Challenge is it's, is what's getting me fired up every morning to come in and do this. Well, I know it's going to be a fantastic week, and I really appreciate you, you know, taking time out of uh, your busy day during Advance Week to uh, to check in with us here, and we all wish you the best of luck uh, the rest of the way. I appreciate it. I really do. Best uh, best wishes to you and. Thank you to your entire fan base of uh, supporting golf uh, through a time where, you know, we all needed it. You know, boots on the ground when you're hosting an event without fans is really, really difficult. And, and so we just we just appreciate all the fan support and, and your podcast support. And we're always here for you. And anything you need, let me know. All right. That was Michael Toth, Tournament Director of the Charles Schwab Challenge, checking in with us here on On the Green Podcast. We'll be right back. Well, that's all the time we have for this show. I really appreciate you listening and hope you'll let all of your friends and colleagues know about the show as well. And don't be shy about submitting a review of the show on Google or your favorite podcast platform. I'd like to thank my guest, Michael Toth, tournament director of the Charles Schwab Challenge, for checking in with us today. Again, you can find On the Green Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or on my website, onthegreenconsulting.com. And if you have ideas for future shows, please send me an email, tim at onthegreenconsulting.com. I'm your host, Tim Eiley, and until next time, try to keep it in the short grass.